Hi, my name is Umberto Bucci and this is Widi Italian News, a podcast regarding Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, November 2. In the last seven days we had an average of 26,222 new, uh, new positives per day in Italy or plus 10,289 cases per day compared to the previous seven days. The overall percentage increase in the last seven days compared to the previous seven days was 64.6%. Yesterday it was 71.5%. The daily increase calculating on a weekly basis is maybe slowing down a little bit, but be careful. The curve is still growing. Its rapidity is the one who's slowing down. This is good, but it must be taken with caution because unfortunately many more people than before are not traced and not swabbed and sometimes wander without symptoms but free to infect others. We are at 307 new positives per 100,000 inhabitants per week. In Europe, worse than us are the Czech Republic, Belgium, Holland and France. Among the Italian regions, those that have a higher average than the national one are Valle d'Aosta with 676 Lombardy with 497, the autonomous province of Bolzano in Trentino to Adige with 467, Umbria 414, Tuscany 412, Liguria 406, Piedmont 393 and Campania 362. From this point of view, the regions with the best numbers are respectively Calabria, Basilicata, Puglia, Sicily and Sardinia. So this means that the virus grows less in the south than in the north, even if the gap is less clear than last spring and even if the virus is growing everywhere in Italy. We currently have 18,902 patients recovered in, in uh, COVID wards, equal to 65.2% uh, of the peak value reached on April 4, and uh, uh, 1,939 intensive care units, equal to 47.7% of the maximum value that we reached on April 3. <coughs> Unfortunately, on average, we had 213 COVID deaths per day in Italy in the last seven days, while there were uh, 114 in the previous seven days. Now, in these hours, the Italian government is studying new restrictions which will be law in the coming days. Three risk areas will be defined depending on the coefficient. A single region will enter one of the three areas. The entry and exit of a region from a zone will be established by an order of the Ministry of Health. There will not be a lockdown as in March. <coughs> However, museums will be closed throughout Italy and then one on, the on the weekends shopping centers will be closed too. Public transport will be limited to 50% of their capacity and it will be almost impossible to move between different regions with different risk co coefficients. In the evening, perhaps from 6 or 9 p.m., there will be a curfew everywhere. Probably all secondary schools will switch to online lessons at uh, 100%, now they are at 75%. If a region will want to be harder on their inhabitants because they feel that they need to, they will be able to. <clears throat> the numbers are a bit different from country to country, but across Europe it's happening more or less the same thing. The second wave of the virus more violent than the first that has caught governments unprepared, even though everyone knew it would come in the fall. The fear of deciding new lockdowns that would give a terrible blow to economies already in trouble. Uh, scientific advisors who warn in whole Europe of the huge risk of restrictions being too soft and or too late and that the next few months, not weeks, months will be tough. 
Many angry and worried people protesting and often used by criminals and extremists who take advantage of uh, the protest to do violence and break shop windows, cars and other parts of the city. The solidarity of the spring lockdown has been greatly reduced. Now the feeling that dominates is fear combined with anger throughout Europe, including Italy. <coughs> Yesterday, to commemorate the Day of the Saints, and today's day when in Italy we remember those who are no longer with us, the President of the Italian Republic, Mattarella, went to a small cemetery in the province of Brescia, in Lombardy. <coughs> in this cemetery, in September, a cross was placed in memory of those who died because of the virus, but on the night, on the same night, someone stole it. President Mattarella yesterday wanted to testify the closeness of the Republic to all the Italians who lost someone because of the virus and in particular to, to those who loved ones died alone in a hospital bed without being able to say goodbye to their families. On this occasion, President Mattarella wanted to encourage again all Italians, all parties, all groups, all citizens to stay together to fight the virus. We hope that the Italians will listen to him and know how lucky we are to have such a president. Eurostat, the European Statistical Institute, has drawn up the first report on the effects of the coronavirus on the reduction of work and consequently on the perception of income in the various countries and between the various categories. According to the analysis, the risk of suffering income losses and being in deep poverty changes according to countries, age groups and economic sectors. At the top of the ranking of the most vulnerable are temporary workers, the first who would be cut off, young people aged 16 to 24, and low-skilled workers. Not only that, according to the European Institute of Statistics, low-income workers are more likely to be temporarily laid off or lose their jobs permanently. The countries most affected in this respect are Spain, Ireland, Austria, and Italy. In general, Italy is third in the EU for risk of losing their jobs, worse than us are only Spain and Ireland. Italian eyewear group Safilo said it plans to produce limited edition sunglasses made with recycled plastic from the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, the largest of five plastic islands floating in the world's oceans. Located halfway between Hawaii and California, it covers an estimated surface of 1.6 million square kilometers, as to say 618,000 square miles, an area five times and a half size of Italy five times and a half the size of Italy. They will be made using a recycling process which allows the use of certain plastics that have usually been more difficult to recycle, turning them into safe materials. Italian innovation, I want to remember, is a leader in recycling all over the world. As said, today is November 2 and in Italy on this day we remember our loved ones who are no longer with us. <coughs> This morning, one of the most extraordinary artists that Italy has ever had, born and lived here in Rome, left us for a heart attack. He would have turned 80 yesterday, and he always joked about being born on the day when Italy remembers the dead. His name was Gigi Proietti, and he was the eighth king of Rome. It is not easy to translate his art from Roman to Italian, let alone from Roman to English, so, those of you who do not understand Italian well may not have appreciated it. <coughs> I was born in Rome and have always lived here, like him. And today I cry a formidable Roman, an incredible artist, the true heart of the city that contained all of us Romans, a heart so big that it literally exploded to keep us all with him. Rome, we will never forget. 
Gigi. Rome will never forget you. The last thing I would like to close this video with concerns the interview published today with, by with Italians. We are honored, very honored, to host Justice Samuel Alito, <coughs> as for now the only member of the US Supreme Court with Italian heritage. He was so kind to share his thoughts with us. While maintaining our willingness to remain neutral in these elections, it seems to us that this is really the best way to honor the greatness of American democracy and the meritorious contribution that the Italian-American community has given it and continues to give it. <clears throat> it was my choice not to ask anything political to Justice Alito, nor anything about the Supreme Court and the recent facts that uh, concerned it. Tomorrow is election day in the United States. If I may, if you had not already done so, whatever your idea, whatever your candidate, whatever your party, get out and vote. Vote, get out and vote. Your vote counts. Make your voice heard. Remember that it was when the Italians who arrived in America began to vote at the beginning of last century that they slowly began to be recognized and respected. They weren't before. Voting counts. My prediction is that America will be very different depending on who wins. But it will remain a great country, imperfect, but a leader, whoever wins. I have faith in the American people always. I have faith in the American people. Have faith in your fellow Americans, you too. Even in those who think differently, they are not an enemy. They are not. This is what America has taught so many other peoples and the Italians. So please get out and vote if you haven't done it yet. But first, read the interview on Weed Italians to Justice Alito, a great Italian American. And please, Stay safe, please take care of yourselves. This will end, but it's hard and it will take months. So please protect yourselves, please stay safe. I'll never stop saying that. My name is Umberto Mucci, ciao from Rome. This was We The Italian News, I'll see you on Wednesday.